Welcome back to today's episode of Deeper Life. Listen and be blessed. Father, we love you tonight. Our Savior, our Redeemer, our Helper, the one who sanctifies us, the one who preserves us, the one who walks with us, the one who is Lord over our lives. Father, I thank you tonight. That Lord, these are days of glory. These are days of power. These are days that Lord, you reveal your heart to us. These are days that you speak into our lives. These are days that you encourage us. You stir us in the depths of our being, that we may walk with you, God. I pray, O oh God, even tonight, the Spirit of God, you would be poured out upon us. Holy Spirit, come and fill us tonight. Let out of our innermost being flow rivers of living water. Rivers of living water, fill us, Lord. Father, we pray. Everything that are, that's around us, that comes to fight us, that comes to stand against us, Father, let it fall off because of your precious grace and anointing over our lives. Lord, we are who we are because of who you are in our lives. Thank you, Jesus. I pray for each of my brothers and sisters tonight. Lord, your grace will be poured out upon them. Precious anointing of the Holy Spirit will come upon them. Touch them, Lord. Lord, you know our needs. You know the cry of our heart. You know why you have called us. You know why we are in your kingdom. And only you can bring us into all that you have purposed over our lives. Especially tonight, I pray for those who have needs in their life, sicknesses in their bodies, struggles that they're going through, that tonight there will come a breakthrough. Tonight, healing will come. Tonight, deliverance will come. Tonight, Lord, I pray victory will come. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Tonight, Lord, we thank you. We as your children, need to hear your voice. We as your children need to hear what you have to say to us, Lord. Thank you, Father God. Thank you, Father God. Thank you, Father God. Thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah. Teach us who we are. Teach us who we are in you. Teach us who we are in you, Lord. Father, may we depend on you and trust in you with everything with our lives. Tonight I pray, God, that you would open our eyes to the depths of who you are and your word. Speak into our lives, Lord. For we submit to your will, your purpose, and your grace over our lives. Hallelujah. We thank you. We thank you. We thank you. Hallelujah. I just want to encourage you tonight doesn't matter what you're walking through. Uh, one of the things that is very important for us to understand, uh, you know, the Bible says um, uh, in Isaiah 53, and um, in verse 3, the Bible says, He is despised and rejected by man, by men, a man of sorrows, um, and acquainted with grief, 
and we hid as it were our faces from him he was despised and we did not esteem him amen um it's very interesting to find that isaiah the prophet speaks about jesus and uh, you know he talks about what jesus will walk through you know tonight i want you to know um whether people recognize us or not whether people understand us or not whether people uh you know uh, reject us or not we as god's people there is a way in which god wants us to live okay there's a way by which god wants us to walk into everything that he has purposed over our lives this is jesus um you know getting ready to go to the cross um it's the it's the final point of his life is the final reason for which he came into the world uh, to lay down his life as a ransom for many you know this is his calling i want you to know sometimes my dear brother and sister everything will come against your calling everything will come against uh, god's purpose over your life sometimes you know there are things that will rise up around you uh, in the midst of you to break you down you know to take away the very purpose of god in your lives couple of weeks ago i i i shared with you about how the enemy wants to steal kill and destroy but here tonight i want you to understand this uh, the way the enemy wanted to attack jesus was um, emotionally mentally and physically he wanted jesus to be broken down amen emotionally mentally physically he wanted jesus to be broken down and how did he come against jesus the bible says he was despised and forsaken rejected by men rejected can you just think about it for one moment uh you know um when friends leave you and go away when the person you love the most walks away from your life when uh people whom you trust turn their backs to you sometimes your own spouses turn around and say something you know those are the things that really break our lives down completely you know we um we love uh, our friends sometimes we love family we love people um sometimes our own children sometimes our own parents sometimes uh, you know it's people are very close to us when they despised the bible says he was despised meaning no he was looked down by people sometimes you know i want you to know god uh, you know brings us to circumstances in our lives that people they look down on your calling they look down on god's purpose in your life they look down on you know they just sometimes you know the enemy uses people to belittle you make you feel so small do things in your life to make you feel so small you know and then the bible says and rejected by men that's a very terrible thing when people turn their backs on us when they when they forsake us you know uh, when 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 suddenly they turn and show their ba- back on us and and it's very important to understand that jesus went through that so if you're going through something like that in your life i want you to know jesus went through what you were going through and then the bible says a man of sorrows you know he was sad um he was so emotionally broken 
Uh, it was so sad what he was going through in his personal life because of, of um, how people uh, turned their backs on him. I want you to know, uh, sometimes, you know, as God's children, you know, in our heart we feel sad, you know. Sadness comes into our hearts and, and we feel sad. And uh, the Bible says, and um, acquainted with grief, meaning, you know, uh, it was a very uh, a tormenting emotional time in the, in the life of Jesus. Uh, this, is the, this is the same person that um, saw miracles, that saw signs and wonders, that saw the glory of God. This is the same Jesus that was transfigured on the mount. Uh, you know, this is the same Jesus that uh, saw the heavens open and the Holy Spirit coming upon him in the form of a dove. This is the same Jesus that calmed the storm, that fed the 5,000, that raised the dead. Same Jesus. You know, there's a time in your life God uses you mightily for his glory. And, and you know, there is a time that, that, you know, the hand and the power of God is all over your life. And you, you are in a, in, in a running, you are in a pattern of glory. But sometimes in the midst of all of that, you know, you also find the same Jesus acquainted with grief and sorrow. You know, uh, why I want to tell you that is because um, these, are, uh, these are things that come over our lives. That's why Paul writes that uh, we carry in us the marks of Jesus Christ. You know, you know he, he says, we carry on ourselves the marks of Jesus Christ. What is this mark? Sometimes, you know, we go through the very same thing he went through. Sometimes we walk the very same path that he walked through. Sometimes we, we are in situations where he was in. But I want, you to know, I want you to understand tonight that that is what it takes to following Jesus. Are you with me? Don't get discouraged when people let you down. Don't get discouraged when people despise you, belittle you. You know, don't get discouraged when people don't recognize you. You know, that's who our master is. And we are privileged to walk under that. Are you with me? You need to see discouragement coming in the ministry as a privilege to carry the mark of Jesus on your life. You need to understand that sorrows that you go through, you know, uh, they, don't, they don't define your life. Are you with me, my friend? I want you to understand. This does not define, define who Jesus is. This does not define what kind of a person he is. Are you with me? Your sorrow, your challenges, the problems you go through, the struggles of your life, they don't define who you are as a child of God. They don't, they don't mold you into the person that they want you to become. And we hid, as it were, our faces from him. He was despised and we did not esteem him. What happened to him? People turned their faces away from him. You know, we, we all know, uh, the Bible says in Matthew 6.33, Seek ye first the kingdom of God and his righteousness of Jesus. Uh, you know, in, 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 in um, Hebrews 12, the Bible says from verse 1, you know, looking unto Jesus, the author and finisher of our faith, 
Today, you know, we survive in the ministry because we look at Jesus. Today, we survive because our eyes are on Jesus. But I want you to understand, my friend, there was a time, you know, and there is even today that many turn their faces away from Jesus. They turn. You know, here Isaiah writes prophetically, we hid as it were our faces from him. He was despised and we did not esteem him. Honor, honor. You know, one of the things that will kill you is when you are dishonored. You know, when you are when you know when we are dishonored uh, in our life it just kills us simply kills us because you you pay a price to for where you are in your life and when when people dishonor you when people you know injure you hurt you emotionally you feel broken but i want you to know my friend when did this happen let me read even verse verse 4 Surely he has borne our griefs, carried our sorrows. We esteem him stricken, smitten by God and afflicted. How was Jesus looked at? He was looked at as a person smitten by God. You know, um, sometimes the trying moments of our lives are moments that people look at us and say, Oh, God has hit him. God has rejected him. God has judged him. You know, sometimes, you know, people... They are so quick to judge us and even say that God has judged us so that that's why we are where we are. Are you with me? He went through that. He went through those trying moments. When? Just before stepping into the very ultimate purpose of God over his life. To lay his life as a ransom. To pay for our sins. To pay for our sicknesses. To pay for our uh, our uh, unrighteousness, iniquities, and uh, you know, to, to pay for healing for our physical bodies. Verse 5, the Bible says, He was wounded for our transgressions, bruised for our iniquities, the chastisement for our peace was upon Him, and by His stripes, uh, you know, we are healed. This is what it was all about. But for Him to step to that place, He had to walk through rejection. I want to ask you, my friend, tonight, have you allowed rejection to, to define you? Have you allowed people's judgment of you to break you? Have you allowed things in your life that happen to you, how people belittle you? Has it broken you? Has it made you bitter? Has it made you uh, bitter in your heart? You know, sometimes we can even be in the ministry and feel bitter in our heart because of the way we have been treated. But I want you to capture something tonight. Tonight, very important. In the same chapter, if you read from verse 1, we read 3 and 4. Verse 1. This is the power of Christian living. This is the power of who you are as a child of God. The Bible says, Who has believed our report? Verse 1. And to whom has the arm of the Lord been revealed? Amen. Who has believed our report? And to whom has, has the arm of the Lord been revealed? Now, Isaiah is talking, to whom is the hand of the Lord revealed? What is the secret? What is the secret 
of being under the hand of God over your life? What is it? What is the secret of walking in victory? What is the secret of walking into the God-given destiny of your life? What is the secret of walking forward through all the fires and storms and, law and, and all, the, all the, the, the things that come against your life? What is the secret of walk, walking through everything and fulfilling heaven's mandate over your life? This is what it is. Look at verse 2. The Bible says, For he shall grow up before him as a tender plant. Come on. Somebody say hallelujah. How shall he grow? In the midst of all the things around, he shall be tender, green, fresh, alive, growing. You know, God wants to see you fresh. God wants to see you tender. God wants to see you fully alive. And God wants to see you growing when? When all people despise you and put shame upon you, say all kinds of things against you and try to crush you, in the midst of this, you grow as a beautiful, tender plant. Come on, somebody say hallelujah. This is the hand of God upon your life. To whom has the hand of the Lord been revealed? To you, my friend. To, who, to you who sit and listen tonight. It is to you, God is saying, in the midst of all the storms of life, God wants you to be like a tender green plant, like your Jesus. Like your Jesus. When you say, God, I want to be like you, that's who you want to be. Not murmuring, not crying, not being bitter, not being broken, not being like a wounded soldier. The enemy will come to wound you. But God doesn't want you to live like a wounded soldier who is limping and cannot walk. But he wants you to be like a tender plant full of life. Full of life. The Bible says, and as a root out of dry ground. Root out of dry ground. Man, think about it. In a dry ground, a root will die. In a dry ground, a root will die. But my friend, not you and me. We're like Jesus. Root out of dry ground. When you see this plant, it's alive, it's fresh, it's green, it's tender, even though its root is in a dry ground. Now, can you think about Isaiah 60? Arise, shine, for your light has come. The glory of the Lord has risen upon you. Darkness shall cover the earth, deep darkness the people, but the Lord will arise over you. Come on, my friend, are you with me? When the hand of the Lord comes upon you, it doesn't matter where you are planted. It doesn't matter how, ground, how dry your ground is. It doesn't matter how, how the, the dryness of the ground is is trying to affect the root. It doesn't matter. Hand of the Lord keeps you green. Hand of the Lord keeps your root alive so that the plant can be fresh. That is why tonight we need to understand we are rooted in Christ. Rooted in Christ. When we build our house upon the rock, 
Then when the storms beat the house, Jesus said the storms will beat the house, but that house will stand. Are you with me? I want to encourage you tonight. God wants you to stand. There was no beauty. The Bible says there was no, no beauty. There was no form. You know, uh, there was nothing, nothing beautiful about him. You know, no splendor, no appearance that we can see. And there was no beauty that we should desire. You know, Jesus did not look beautiful. Jesus did not look nice when he was beaten up. Jesus did not look great. Don't, don't be bothered about how you look. Don't be bothered about what things are doing to your life. Are you with me? Be like a tender plant, root out of dry ground. Tonight I want you to capture that. Tell the Lord, Lord, I want to be a tender plant, a root out of dry ground. A tender plant, root out of dry ground. I want to tell you something. We are coming to the last of the last days when all hell will break loose and the, the, the church and its foundations will be shaken by the things of the world. But that church that will stand, that church that will not be broken down is the church that is founded on Jesus. The gates of hell will not prevail against the church that he is building. Amen. Allow him to build you, my friend. Allow him, allow him to become everything to you. Allow him to be the, the reason for who you are. Amen. Come to a place in your life where you can tell the Lord, Lord, I am I am who I am because of you, Lord, not because of and and in a, you know even if you lost something on the way, pick it up tonight. Tell the Lord, Lord, I want to turn back. I want to turn turn back. I want to I want to you know turn turn back to you. How can I turn back to Jesus? How can I come back to the rightful place? Let me just read it before I pray tonight. Revelations chapter 2. And the Bible says, um, um, in verse 4, he, Jesus says, Nevertheless, I have this against you that you have left, left your first love. You know, who's this? People who are in the ministry, people who have done well, people who are uh, succeeded in the ministry, that they are passionate for God and everything, but they have lost the love for God. You're dead and you're gone. You're finished. Then, this is what Jesus says in verse uh, 4, 5. He says, Remember therefore from where you have fallen, repent and do the first works. Three things he says that, that we should do. You know, Number one, we have to remember. Remember where you were once with God. And where you are today. If you are not in the right place. First you need to remember. What you have lost. The second thing God says is. Repent. Repent is to turn around. Is to turn back to God. Is to turn back to. What God wants from your life. And then Jesus beautifully says. Do the first works. That means you know. Go back to where you were. When you began to slip. And fall. And I want to tell you tonight if you will remember, repent, and do the first works, 
God will keep you a tender plant, root out of dry ground, in a place in this world where people may reject you, people may accuse you falsely, people may say things to you that will break your heart, but you would still be fresh and flourishing because you are a root out of dry ground. Would you close your eyes for one moment tonight and pray with me? Father, we thank you tonight, Lord. Jesus, what, what an amazing, amazing life. Just before he went on the cross to lay down his life for all of mankind, for every person in the world, he was ready to go. How finally the enemy came to not only physically affect, affect him, but to emotionally break him. Emotionally break his heart. Emotionally break his spirit. Break everything inside of him. Those he loved turned their backs to him. Those he helped turned their backs to him. Those he served turned their backs to him. I thank you, Lord, that today we carry the marks of Jesus on our life. That in the midst of every storm of life, we will still come through to fulfill heaven's mandate over our lives. May your glory fill our lives. May your glory fill our hearts. We speak, O oh God, your blessing over us. Release your precious anointing and grace over every person bowed in your presence tonight. Let your hand come upon my dear brothers and sisters, those who are broken, beaten down, tired in life. Stir them tonight, Lord, by the mighty power of your Holy Spirit. Stir their heart by the mighty power of your Holy Spirit. Tonight, let the power of God come upon all my brothers and sisters in the name of Jesus. Encourage them, Lord. Lift them up, Lord. Lift them up out of their sorrows. Lift them up out of their trying times. Lift them out, out of, Lord, all those emotional uh, things that come against their life. Lift them up, Lord, that they may fulfill heaven's mandate over their lives. Father, we thank you tonight. We are called to be root out of dry ground. Tonight we thank you because we are called to be root out of dry ground. That Lord, we survive every storm of life. And we are willing to go on the cross. We're willing to lay down our lives for you. That this world will never be the same. Father, tonight we pray for revival in India, revival in Europe. Revival in Denmark, revival in the nations of the world. Father, I thank you because, Lord, we are willing to stand in the gap to see nations change for the glory of God. Speak your blessing over each one of us tonight. Fill them with your Holy Spirit. Give us eyes to see Jesus. Oh, God, give us eyes to see you, Lord. See you, Lord. See you, Lord. Fill us with your power and your glory for all that you will continue to do in our lives. Jesus, we vow to give you the glory. Father, we want to say to you again how much we love you, how much you are everything to us, how much, Lord, we simply love you and want to see your kingdom be established here on earth. Thank you, Lord. Father, help us to realize, Lord, we're not establishing an earthly kingdom, we're establishing an eternal kingdom. Pray for all my brothers and sisters tonight. One more time, that you would lift them 
would build them, you would encourage them, strengthen them, uphold them with your right, righteous right hand. Lord, we thank you that upon us is the arm of God revealed and we hold on to it, Lord. We love you, worship you. In Jesus' mighty name we pray. Amen, amen, amen. God bless you. Thank you for joining us in Deeper Life. Uh, looking forward to seeing you again next week. God bless you. This broadcast is from Transforming Nations for Jesus. If you would like to get in touch with us, please write to us at transformingnationsforjesus at gmail.com. Thank you for joining us. Be blessed.